podcast. Joined as always this week by Andrew. Andrew, how's it going? Doing really well, Josh. How's it going with you? Uh, pretty good. We've done four takes of the intro so far, but I feel like this is probably the one that'll stick. Um, hey, man, we've got an intro song now. We do have an intro song. Um, so you put that together for us. What was your inspiration behind the kind of nice, uh, sweet, sultry tune there? <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think it just kind of came from, I think we've known each other for a good good amount of time and just kind of, it actually came along pretty easily. When I was thinking about the podcast, I was like, I want something kind of, kind of groovy, kind of slow, but kind of right in the pocket. And that's just what, uh, what came out. I, I was happy with it. I'm glad you liked it. I hope our listeners like it. Yeah, no, with, with the little subtle reverb on the drums, I'm all about it. Mm, indeed. Yeah. Glad you noticed that. <laughs> yeah. So this week we're going to be talking about understanding and setting KPIs for lead generation pay-per-click campaigns. Um, Andrew, why don't you go ahead and walk us through what a KPI actually is? Yeah, absolutely. So first off, uh, KPIs are, it's, it's an acronym for key performance indicators for anyone who doesn't know. It's basically, um, it's made up of a bunch of different observational data points that represent the performance of an account. So they're observable from different levels within an account. Uh, they're observable from account level, campaign, ad group, et cetera. You can kind of see them from every level, but basically they're a way for Google analysts to interpret the effectiveness and the health of a campaign. So when I tried to sit down and think about uh, KPIs that weren't numbers. I, I don't know if it's because of the way that my brain is wired, but I couldn't really think of anything. Like uh, we tried this analogy of people just getting people into a building to buy stuff, you know, how, how that could be a key performance indicator, but really that's monitoring the number of people that are walking in. Exactly. So really it's, just what kind of number you're looking at. So a, a KPI in our industry in Google ads, it could be a percentage, it could be an actual number of impressions, like a hard number. Mm -hmm. um, it could be a standard that's been set through different forms of marketing, like your 10% conversion rates or your click-through rates, stuff like that. Um, but I couldn't think of an instance where it isn't a number. So all of my KPIs and the experiences that I've had are numbers at least the meaningful ones that you can actually measure yeah absolutely i mean how many kpis should i mean since we're on this train of thought should every business you know have and maybe observe on their account so for me that number is actually pretty fluid because you want the fewest number of metrics to look at as possible but you want them to have the most meaning so the idea is that if you were to go on vacation and somebody was monitoring all the processes in your business, what is the fewest number of things that they could tell you for you to get a full grasp on how your business is doing? In the Google Ads world, that normally boils down to like three or four main points that if you give those to me without me looking, I can tell you whether 
that campaign or that account is performing to the standards that I have set in place. Yeah. And also the, the nice thing about Google ads is that there's never a lack of like observational metrics, you know, that can really uncover hidden insights in the data that might be telling to you or I or any analyst who's observing the campaign. Um, I, I'd say every business really needs to figure out what's valuable and meaningful to that business, whether it be form fill outs or calls, or maybe there is some value in having a, a remarketing uh, campaign or, you know, audience group. For most clients I work with, it's, you know, primarily lead generation. Uh, I usually set up my, you know, top level kind of at account level KPIs that I'm observing around five to seven different metrics as a starting point. So I definitely think you nailed the important takeaway of, businesses figuring out what is valuable and meaningful to them because once you have those points you can plot out what you want those key performance indicators to look like like what's ideal for you so mm -hmm. i pointed out that i have three to four that i'm looking at and that you have five to seven so what are some examples of those kpis that you track in google ads that dictate kind of how well a, a campaign or an account is doing yeah so I frequently, I'll, I'll review clicks, uh, click-through rate, uh, conversions, average CPC. Obviously, conversion and conversion rate kind of go hand in hand. And then, um, you know, there's a few other kind of top-level KPIs I'll, I'll take a look at, some of which are maybe search impression share or, or search loss to budget. Jumping back to your average CPC again. So do you have like an average cost per click that you want across the board? Or is that average cost per click relative to historical account performance? Yeah, I benchmark it off of historical account performance. Uh, it's indicative of also the market that you're advertising in, especially for whether it be an attorney or a real estate investor, uh, both of which kind of have some generalized benchmark numbers that that seem a little high or may, may seem a little low and that that's usually where i kind of uh, create those those uh, pillars for for campaigns got it yeah so i noticed we had some overlap in in a few of our kpis or a couple of them mm -hmm. so i've got my big three that i monitor as ctr conversion rate and impression share that click-through rate, the click-through rate of the ads that are running in your campaign, those are communicating to you how well your ads are communicating to customers what it is that you're offering and generating interest. Your click-through rate is that number of clicks compared to your total number of impressions. And there are a lot of Google search ad benchmarks out there that point to 1% being a good place to start with click-through rate. But in real estate investing specifically, and I'm sure in a few of the industries that you work in, the ads and keywords that we're using are so specific that you do expect a higher click-through rate than that. Even though you know a, a good Google benchmark might be 1%, you kind of have to look at your industry, find some comparative metrics with other campaigns or advertisers that have done something similar, and then come up with a more realistic click-through rate. Conversion rate is another one that I monitor because that's a good indicator of how well your page is doing as a salesperson. Click-through rate, that's getting traffic over to your website. So once it gets there, at what rate are they, you know, submitting their information 
or calling you or purchasing something from you. My goal conversion rate is at least 10%. And that I just pull off of uh, different comparative marketing types, like I guess comparative in that it's used widely throughout the industry that I work in, which would be um, cold calling and texting and direct mail. 10% is a pretty solid conversion rate to start with. So anything that you end up with above 10% gives you a good platform to work off of and continue to improve that conversion rate. I want a higher than average number of clicks coming over to the site. I want the site to convert at a rate that's higher than the benchmark that I have set. And then I want a majority of search impression share. Your search impression share is equivalent to your, uh, like your online market share. So of the keywords that you're targeting, what percentage of those searches are you showing up in? And I want to show up 80% of the time. I want to show up in the vast majority of those searches being done daily. But if you have a super low impression share, then chances are you either don't have your keywords bid up high enough, you don't have enough budget in order to show up for all available searches throughout the day. So if you have a low impression share, there is something that you can actively do to increase that. Um, my goal for that is 80%. So if I have you showing up in the majority of searches, you have a high number of clicks entering the site, and then you have a higher than average conversion rate. The only missing piece of data there is whether you're turning those leads into deals or not. But those three things I can look at and tell you how well your campaign is doing overall and have benchmarks set for each one of those numbers. Yeah. No, I love that you brought up impression share as well, because it's one of those metrics that right off the bat, you can kind of see it really indicates if, if they're serious about budget, you know, because you can see if, if, if they're bidding too low, like you said, on keywords, or if they're just not getting enough volume, maybe because the, it's just not there in the market. And impression share is one of those, it's, it's, it's one of the metrics that's hard to conceptualize, but it's definitely one of the more important ones when, when auditing a campaign or, or just, you know, benchmarking it and kind of figuring out what is a, what is a good impression share. 80% is fantastic. Yeah. Like that's, that's golden region right there. 80% because even once you get it past 80, you know, 87, 90, 95% impression share, there's always going to be a little bit of attrition with an impression share. You know, I, I think it's just a part of the market. So you can, you'll see a 10th or, you know, two tenths percent down on impression share. And it, it, it doesn't mean that your ads aren't working or that you're limited by budget or anything like that. I, it's also a product of just Google ads in general, because it is a market, but yeah, I love that you brought up impression share. I think it's a very important KPI. So Josh, where and how do you keep track of your KPIs? Yeah, so I've got two different places that I keep KPIs. One of them are my KPIs for uh, customers that I work with, and the other is uh, KPIs for my business specifically. So for the KPIs that I just went over, the click-through rate, conversion rate, impression share, those types of KPIs I keep in a spreadsheet so that I can monitor them at a weekly level. And I do that for each customer so that I can go in and see what the trends are as far as, you know, if changes that I made to ads at the beginning of the month have lowered click-through rate overall, if a budget increase has helped to 
increased impression share overall in a meaningful way? Like, has that led to a higher conversion rate? Has that led to a higher click-through rate? So I keep all of that in a Google Sheet so that I can look at it at a glance and then look at each individual customer over time. And then for my personal KPIs for my business, I actually keep those on a whiteboard. Nice. Yeah, I really, yeah, spreadsheets and whiteboards are where it's at. I, I'm, I, I like whiteboards a lot too. And it, it is kind of a morale thing too. When, you, when you're looking at numbers all day, um, having something that indicates growth or, you know, things that you're, you're working toward is always a visual kind of stimulation. For, for me, um, primarily with accounts, I like to export data into like a, you know, you export it as a CV and you can throw it into like Google Sheets or Excel, whichever one. Uh, I'll, I'll use both. Usually I'm on the, you know, I'm on the platform itself. So I'll just use Google Sheets. Um, and this is for top level view stuff. Yeah, just like you, it's kind of, if you're gonna be reflecting week over week data, month over month data. Although recently I have taken advantage of like Google's reporting that's actually contained in the UI, like right inside Google ads because they, under the reports tab at the top right hand corner, you can see a lot of the numbers that you can decide on the KPIs that you're gonna be observing. And then you can do it month over month you know, whether you're looking at a time frame or, you know, you can look at particular extensions or really a, a lot of it has changed in the past year with what Google itself is allowing you to observe. It's just interpreting and telling a story with that data that is really, you know, the important part to it so that you can, you know, pivot and or, or make necessary adjustments along the way. Got it. So you're, you're using the reports inside of Google ads at the account level or using it at the account level for each customer, like setting those up to email to you or just like creating a one-off thing to look at at any given time? Usually it's one-off. Yeah. Usually it's going to be when I review stuff weekly or monthly, especially at like the top of the month or something like that. I'm looking at the previous month or maybe I want to see the past 90 days or something like that. I'll look at the uh, the time frame inside of the the Google UI, and kind of observe it like that. Along with you know what what goes out, it are going to be reports on the month. So I like to kind of be on top of my numbers at all times. So I, I can almost you know even even when I'm in the the MCC account, which is the the client management account for you know having Google Ads accounts, that I even like to have my KPIs set up a certain way on there, so that even when I'm looking at different markets, I can see that maybe a click-through rate in this particular area is different than a click-through rate in this you know, particular segmented area, as long as they're in the same industry. Uh, you can see a translation with uh, you know, everything from click-through rate to impressions to clicks, and you can start to really get, paint a, a large picture of, uh, of it working and, and not working. So it gives, it gives you that. How often are you looking at these KPIs? Like for each of the ones that you listed out earlier, are you looking at those every single day? Do you have like a set schedule for that? Yeah, no, great question. I, I guess I'm, for the most part, I, I, I follow the, the train of thought that when we were working together, so it's daily. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm in directly touching an account on a daily basis uh, and observing all the time. Yeah. So it's, it's a, you know, it, it comes with a different industry. 
you know, if you're if it, usually for, I think the clients that we, we work with, um, we know how important the click is, we know how important, you know, how much a, a budget we have to um, expend over a month. So it was similar to when we were working together, you know, it's daily observation of, of the KPIs. Yeah, I do the same. I, I do a daily review of these KPIs from the previous day. Mm-hmm. I look at them on Monday to see what the last seven day trend is. And then I look at them at the monthly level also. And then at the end of each quarter, I'll also review how well each of those KPIs matched up with where I needed them to be and then adjust them to, to make sure that I continue to improve and push those numbers as best as possible. It's one of the other things about KPIs is that they don't have to be static. Like they don't have to stay the same all the time. You need to make sure that you consistently do those long-term reviews of KPIs so that you know that, you know, maybe a 2% click-through rate on your ad campaign is super easy to achieve. Maybe change it to a 3% if you're seeing that on average and then try to continue to push that. But these numbers are indicators of how well campaigns or accounts are performing but you should also be using them to continue to push the boundaries of what it is that you're doing as an ad manager too. All right. Well, that sums up this week's episode of the pay-per-click podcast. We've got the Thanksgiving holiday coming up this week. So Andrew, is there anything you want to leave people with headed into maybe a little bit longer break? I just have a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday with uh, friends and family. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Pay-Per-Click Podcast. Remember to like, share, and subscribe wherever you're listening. And if you're getting a lot out of the show, leave us a five-star review too. We'll catch you on the next episode.